Hello and welcome to my podcast. I am your host, Alexander Mars, and this is Sunday Talk with me, Alexander Mars. Woohoo! And today I will be talking about um, how I am establishing a new routine for my kitchen. Last week I talked about I got really behind on the dishes and I needed to start working in a routine and I have started that and today this is what I'm going to be talking about and just some odd things here and there as well. So let's get started. Woohoo! See you in the segment. See you in the next segment. Toodles! Hello and welcome to my segment. I was discussing how I am creating a kitchen routine. Last week, I talked about my struggle with keeping up, keeping the dishes washed. <laughs> Doing a better job, by the way. So, anyway, um, if you don't know, um, I'm, besides having rheumatoid arthritis, I have EDD, um, basically, let's just call it ADHD. Basically, I don't have the hypertivity, I don't have supposedly the hypertivity that goes with it, so that's why it's ADD. I know they keep changing the names. I'm just calling it the names I've been diagnosed with. So there you go. So, and I've been, um, one of the symptoms of having ADHD is trying to keep things clean and staying in a routine. And how do you create a routine, you know, that works for me? And I hope maybe my process will help people who are struggling with this um, side of ADHD will help them in their struggles to create routines and help to keep their homes well-maintained and functional for them. So, anyway. So, this is going to be the topic for this week. So, this week I've been doing a better job. Um... I'm putting in a system in place like I did for my bedroom, reminding myself it, this is a process and it will take time and adjustments too. One thing I learned about since I've been keeping my room clean on a regular basis, I mean, it's it's part of my routine. I get up, I put certain things away, um, dirty clothes go in a hamper, my bed gets made, um, keeping my floor cleaned, you know, things are just clicking. I mean, they're going in place. And part of it is I've developed a routine that works for me. And part of it is I have rules. No, no dirty laundry on the floor for more than 24 hours. Um, so basically, let's say I take off a pair of dirty socks. I cycle sleep with socks on and I take them off during the night (laughs) and it happens. And what happens? I see them in the morning. I get up. I pick them up. They go in the laundry. It's just automatic. Um, I remember when I had my surgery, when I had my hysterectomy, and I had some dirty clothes on the floor, and I could not pick them up because I had a lot of restrictions the first week I was home. <laughs> and I was like, um, and my mom was with me, and I had her to. I asked her, can you pick those up, put them laundry, in the laundry? Because they were bugging me. It was just like, okay, this has got to get picked up. So, which which I took that as a 
my routine is now in my head and I know what I know I know when I see clutter or something's out of place I need to put it back in its place and I didn't used to be that way now when I go out to my kitchen <laughs> it's like my room all over again <laughs> it's not that bad it's learning to put things in their places and getting everybody else on board with with the changes that's the fun part. So getting back to my notes. So last week I mentioned that the kitchen is, our, is the heart of the home. If the kitchen is in chaos, so will the rest of the home. That's very true. I mean, we do a lot of living in the kitchen. We do a lot of eating. A lot of memories are made in the kitchen. Uh, things are talked about in the kitchen. The kitchen is basically where everybody gathers to eat and to drink you know, you know, you drink some water. The, you know, the kitchen is the gathering of the people and of the family unit or whoever you're living with. And, you know, this is where a lot of the memories are made. This is where people talk. This is where people, you know, I mean, a lot of information exchanged. And, you know, to me, the kitchen is the heart of the home. You know, if, if the kitchen is in chaos, so will the rest of the house. It's just something I've seen with people who are very, you know, have a functioning home and who are organized and keep things orderly. And they're just maintaining that kitchen like it's their life mission. So, again, <coughs> excuse me, getting back to my notes. So, one of the questions I've been asking myself, what kind of lifestyle do I want from my kitchen and you probably be asking why are you asking this question and it was the same question I asked when I was getting my room ready uh, getting my room organized and functioning and it's like what do I want how do I want my room to function what what lifestyle do I want you know I wanted to be able to put things away and go um, go and do my other activities that I want to do and not always constantly battle with my dirty laundry, clutter, just different things that I was battling at that time. I wanted a different lifestyle. I wanted a different change. I wanted stuff that I wanted my room to function for my needs. And my needs may be different from your needs. But I think we can all learn together especially those of us who have ADHD, that we need, one thing we need is order. We need a routine that we can follow. And we need to understand how does our space function for us on an individual level. We may have the same needs or maybe we don't need the exact same thing. Maybe you don't need, maybe you don't have things blocking your closet like I was for my room. Um, you know, maybe you need to set some rules or, you know, get really in a routine and stick with it. You know, um, different things. And this is what I'm setting up. I'm setting up for the kitchen. I'm setting up rules and a routine. And I've actually did a pretty good job this week. <laughs> I will take it. So... So here's my answer for the question. I want to be able to get to the, I want to be able to get the kitchen cleaned and organized and a reasonable 
in a reasonable amount of time. I don't want to be washing dishes for two hours because it is a must. I want to wash dishes less than 20 minutes. And <clears throat> that's very true. <coughs> oh, sinuses. Kind of love it. <clears throat> Excuse me. <coughs> you know, I was fine before I sat down. Okay, so basically what happened about a week ago, um, I had been working outside getting stuff done because the weather was good, <clears throat> had to be outside and getting it. What happened is I let the dishes go and they kept piling. Dirty dishes sprayed like rabbits and they piled up. So finally it came to a must, um, a, see, it was a week ago Friday, it came to the must and I had to sit there and just wash dishes. I am the dishwasher. We have no dishwasher. <clears throat> and so, <clears throat> so I did. And I turned on my audiobook and I was listening to The Lost World, the second book in the Jurassic Park series. And oh, that's a, that's a, by the way, that's a fantastic book, by the way. And and that's what, you know, I was doing. And I just got really, I, I was to the point, I, it's like, this is ridiculous. I shouldn't have, this, there's a better way of getting this done in a, in a decent amount of time and not where it has to be a must and I have to get it done. And so I got the dishes done and I was figuring out and I was thinking back about my room my bedroom and just the routines I've created and the rules I have. And I was like, okay, I got to do the same thing in the kitchen. And it's like, how do I do that? How do I start this process? Getting things, you know, finding that routine and keeping things maintained. And like, how do, how do I do this? How do I, how do I take that example from my bedroom and bring it into the kitchen that I've done in the bathroom and in my bedroom. And now it's just like, how do I do this? and create the system so you know that was like how was i you know trying to figure out all this and so yeah so let me let me get back to my notes here so it's so so what does that look so what does that look like that's a good question well that means throughout the day that i am taking out i'm taking 10 to 15 minutes to wash dishes when i need to could this change in the future? Yes, but routines are about making adjustments, and when it's needed, when they're not, when it's needed, they're not supposed to be a rigid, supposed to be rigid, you know, like a rigid schedule that can't be changed, as we've been taught growing up. <clears throat> when I was writing this, which is true, I agree with this. Routines can be adjusted to fit different days of the week. Now, having going to school and having a work schedule, your routines may be a lot, cannot be as, well, let me put it this way. A person's work routines for work or going to school may not be as flexible for certain days, but I do believe they can be a little bit more better managed or be a little bit more flexible. I can give you an, an example, maybe instead of for your, for your bed routine, a person may could do this, have stuff that they need 
ready to go on a launching, you know, have a section in your home where you put everything you're going to need for the next day. Uh, this is a tip that Flay Lady gives. I think this is a tip that Flay Lady gives. <clears throat> you can check her out. Um, what's her? Oh, she's on Facebook. Fly Lady. <clears throat> I think she calls it like a launching pad, but so where everything goes, you know, you have your, your the stuff that you need that you're going to have to take to work or school right there at a certain, by the door. And it's a place that you have and you're ready to go. Um, maybe you can, you know, maybe a person can, you know, pick out their clothes the night before. I, I've done that, especially if I have to get up real early in the morning. <laughs> it's like, yeah. By the way, I'm not a morning person. But, <clears throat> but you know, on your days off, you know, you can change your routines. I mean, they don't have to be, they don't have to be as rigid. They can be flexible. And I think sometimes we, we get, we think because we were taught in school, especially, especially me, you know, I had to be at, you know, I had to leave the house at a certain time. I had to be at school at a certain time. I had to do this at a certain time. And I just remember this, that was just really stressful. You know, you have to be, you know, in class at a certain time. You know, you, you, you were punished if you were late, you know. And I think going back, that's our first taste of a routine and schedule. And because there was hardly no flexibility in school, we just, we think that, you know, routines and having a schedule and having, you know, that is just rigid and we just, we had a hard time, you know, most ADHD people had a hard time following those. I did. I mean, I struggled, <clears throat> you know, and it was just like, and now, <clears throat> you know, and, you know, now as an adult, you know, what is a routine? What does that routine look like for my life? What does that routine look like for your life? You know, what, you know, what does organization look like? Organization is basically how the functionality of your home, basically. And so my needs and your needs may be different in that category. So <clears throat> getting back. <clears throat> I tell you, every single time I sit down and I start recording. Oh, oh got to love the pollen in the air. Anyway, for like my bedroom, I'm coming up to and I'm coming up with roles to help me establish new habits and routines. So my so my my rules for the dishes is before I go to bed, wash up the dishes that that I may Okay. Hold on, people. <clears throat> okay. So basically one of my rules. <clears throat> so basically one of my rules is before I go to bed, I make sure um, the dishes are washed. And if I cook. 
And so now if I cook something, let's say I cook, um, I cook breakfast in the morning, I cook myself some scrambled eggs, um, that's automatic where I clean up. Anytime I cook, I clean up. It's automatic. I don't wait. It's something I need to do with in a, in a, in a time. Unless I need to really like lay down. But, you know, it's cooking. It's automatically, there's going to be a cleanup. There's not, I'm not going to wait until whenever. It's automatic. I'm not procrastinating on that. It's automatic. I cook, I clean up. And actually, that's been really helping because there's a couple times this week I've, I've made um, some, I made breakfast. I made some scrambled eggs and I was like, and I was like, okay. And I cleaned it up and it's, you know, and I'm liking, and one thing I'm doing is I'm like liking a clean kitchen. And basically I like looking at my counter and knowing that everything is clean and I've been keeping up. <clears throat> so to give, so, so give. All right. Um, so I'm a big, so from personally, I'm a big believer in leftovers because some nights I don't have the energy to cook a meal because having a chronic illness like RA is just tough. My energy sometimes is done for today and I just don't like, um, I just don't like cooking those days. I like having leftovers where I can eat something up and have a nice meal and I don't have to have fast food. You know, I like fast food, but it's not good always eating it all the time. So, so those nights, I don't have a lot of dishes. And so, I don't, so I don't, those nights, I don't have a lot of dishes to do. And so, but I make sure I do the dishes before I go to bed. And sometimes there's just a few. And so, when I get up the next morning, I may have a couple things from the overnight dishes that I made to use, which is fine. And to me, that's no big deal. And I will wash them up with the breakfast dishes. So basically my new routine is I'm washing dishes at least twice a day. And maybe sometimes, maybe, maybe once a day, but there's always at least I can guarantee that there's going to be a one time a day where I'm washing dishes. Maybe I don't have a lot of breakfast dishes that day and I'll just wait until the end of the day and, and wash the dishes when I go before I go to bed. It's something I'm trying to incorporate into my uh, routine as Flaley Light talks about um, a shiny sink and trying to get everything, have your, sh your uh, sink nice and shiny and clean and ready to go for the next day. So, so my next set of my next on my notes is so my other rule is anytime I cook I will automatically wash the dishes now let's remember dirty dishes breed like rabbits they do and so and like I said so why am I so why I'm washing these dishes? well I I don't have a dishwasher so I am the dishwasher and I do it proudly by the way um so yeah, it's like one of these things, it's like if I don't cook, um, if I don't have a lot of dishes from breakfast and depending on the day, I'll just wash them at night and I, that's not a lot. Anytime I cook, it doesn't matter what's in the sink, I automatically wash things up. 
um, and just having everything ready to go until, you know, if I want to cook a meal or whatever, things are, are ready, ready to go. Okay. So, you know, like, so basically this week I've been washing the dishes at least twice a day or maybe, you know, a couple times more during, you know, if I'm cooking during the week. It, you know, it, it just depends on what I have going on. If I have any doctor's appointments, if I'm going out with friends, it just varies on what particular day was going on. and also varies on how I'm feeling too by the end of the day. Um... I um, had, like today, of when I recorded this, I had uh, made a nice meal for my family, and I was like, meal turned out really good, and I took a nap because I got really tired. I have these times, especially when the rinse, I notice when the rinsea is starting to wear off a little bit more, I get like really drained and get really tired. By the way, rinsea is a biologic medicine for RA. People ask me when I say that, and it's like, yeah. And I had to lay down, and so I woke up. And you know what I did? I cleaned up the kitchen. Because I, when I got done recording this podcast episode, I wanted to not have to deal with the kitchen. I wanted to go do some other things. Whether I don't know what I'm going to do after this, but it's just I wanted the kitchen clean because I'm I'm getting into that pattern and that habit of. This is what I do. So, yeah. So, to be honest, this week is going really great. I was able to keep up with the dishes, which was awesome. Which gives me... And one thing I know is which gives me... It gives me more time to do activities that I enjoy worrying. And I don't have to worry about a dirty kitchen. I don't have to worry about washing the dishes. Um, also it helps me where I can go out and take care of flowers this year. Um, we're also, I've also, we're also planted, uh, tomatoes in addition to the tomatoes. We're actually going to, we're actually growing yellow and green peppers. So, yeah. And... So by, you know, washing up the dishes, you know, you know, washing up the dishes at certain times of day has freed up my, has freed up time where I can work on other activities. I can do what I want or work on other things that I need to do. And I don't have to worry about a pile of dishes. Now, one thing I've noticed, keeping up the dishes, um, I do have to, I have to, I have to do a lot of towels. This is another thing I'm noticing, okay, I'm washing so many dishes and now I'm like, okay, now I've got to figure out a day where I need to start washing, um, doing a lot of towels. Because you wash dishes, you use towels. And that's another thing that's incorporated. And I think this is one thing. And if I was doing this routine, I would say about two years ago, and it was like, and I'm getting low on towels. I, my mind would just start. I think at that time in my life, I would just start 
panicking. I think I would just start feeling overwhelmed and just like, now what do I do? Kind of moment. And because I have worked in the bathroom and I've worked in my room and understanding organization skills, how I can make things function and how I can adjust things, I'm not freaking out about the towel situation. I will figure it out. I will figure out what day works best about washing towels. Um, you know, maybe it's Sunday night. In the evening, I put a load of towels in and, and dry them. Or maybe, maybe I do that on Friday. I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet. But it's flexible enough to figure out, okay, what day does work best for me? I mean, it just... I mean, everybody's schedules are different. Routines are different. But this is something that needs to be done. And this is my next step on the journey about the towels. You know. But I think the important thing to, to remember here is routines. And routines, when you're doing your routines constantly. And they get ingrained and they just become part of like your... Autopilot. Now, I don't know. Maybe this is just me. I haven't really heard anybody else with, whoops, with ADHD talk about this. But there's times that I go on. I go on autopilot, and what I mean by that, it's, the routine is so grainy into me. Sometimes I don't even remember doing things. And I know with ADHD, you have sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, short memory call but it's just sometimes um I just just do them and so like I said you know in my room and now it's, it's a natural thing it's just I have it and sometimes I just sometimes on some days I'm just on the whole like okay this needs to get done and the same thing and now is excuse me is happening in the kitchen a little bit You know, or sometimes I was, I was, you know, I've just noticed sometimes I do things that I'm just so used to doing and it's like, I can't remember if I did it or not. And I was explaining that the other day to my mom and I said, you know, I was doing something and I went on autopilot and I'm not sure if I did it or not. I'm not sure if I followed through on that task. And she was like, what? And I'm like, yeah. So I... I don't know, this, is it just me or, you know, is this a symptom of, of ADHD because we're just so used to doing things and we're not paying attention and we get, maybe we're not getting the dopamine because it's just a, it's a, something that we have to do and we just do it because we can't, we just need to do it kind of thing. I don't know. Um, like I said, I've just done this a, with having my routines in place and doing things, it's given me more um, time to work on other things I need to work on or work on my, or, you know, the things that I need to work on. <sighs> you know... You know, I think having routines, you know, like I said, gives me ex gives me time to work on my writing, my music, 
or work outside or do other projects that I need to get done and I don't have to worry about the dishes or whatever what's going on you know and I think having you know for me personally having ADHD slash ADD you know I think we need to embrace having routines and they don't have to be rigid they can be flexible when we need flexibility you know if you're working or going to school you know you may may not have the flexibility but maybe you can figure out to do things the night before but on your days off or when you don't have to be somewhere at a certain time you have more of a flexibility those days you know it's just learning how to use your time wisely and having realistic expectations of what you want to accomplish and and what do you want out of your life especially on your days off and what do you want to get done um so, you know, routines can be flexible. You can change them. We can give them flexibility if they're, if they're needed. Um, we can also adapt them for, 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 you know, routines can be adaptable for, you know, a particular day or a situation, you know. You don't always have to have these rigid, strict routines. And I think one of the reasons, I think, as us with people with ADHD, I think it's because school was so rigid you had to be you had to be in class at a certain time you had to be at school at a certain time you had to be in class by a certain time you had to be in your seat you had always had to be somewhere at a certain time and if you didn't be there at a certain time and if you did not meet that expectation of being at your seat or being in the and getting the getting the classroom on time you were you were punished And so, it's, it's one of those things, you know, so, um, you know, like I was, I'm looking at my notes here, it's like, I don't always have to, man, what was I So, like, on a certain day, I don't, you know, like, <clears throat> you know, if I get up at 7, and I get up at 7, and I eat by 9, <clears throat> but the dishes don't have to be clean at 10 o'clock. They don't have to be clean by 10. You know, there's, you know, a day that, <clears throat> you know, if I'm not feeling well, and I don't feel, you know, at that moment doing it, I don't have to clean up the dishes by 10. Uh, maybe I need to wait a little bit longer. Now, if something I cook, yeah, I probably didn't have them done before noon. But, I mean, I have flexibility in my schedule, and I think that's the nice thing about it. And also having routines when, you, when you've had something that's, like, unexpectedly happened, or you've had something that's majorly changed, or you do something fun, and, you know, you're not you do something outside of your normal routine and then you go back home, you have your routines to help you to get back into your normal life. 
So yeah, <clears throat> so we so getting back to my notes. So yeah, if here's something I want you guys to think about: if you have ADHD and you're struggling with routines, or you just think routines or rigid ideas are not flexible, which is not true. They are. I mean, they are flexible. I should say you and adjustable, on depending on your lifestyle. It's just we've been taught by society that rules are strict, rigid, and they are not. And I think this all goes, for me personally, this all goes back um, with dealing, going to school and... I, when I was a kid, I was, I would say I was chronically late. Um, I had a time, I had a hard time getting to school on, on time. Part of it is I didn't want to go to school. Let's be honest. School was not the place I wanted to be at. Um, but having, but having, you know, having RA at a young age didn't help either. There were some days it was hard for me to get moving. Um, there was some days, just like I said, I just didn't want to go to school. Um, you know, and then ADHD, you know, I just, time blind too. And time blindness was another thing I was like, and you know, so, <clears throat> you know, and so, you know, I'm coming into school and the teachers are getting, you know, my teacher, especially in elementary school was getting mad and singling me out for being late. Or, you know, I felt like I was only, I felt like I was the one being singled out for, for things that were out of my control. And yet I was told that I was, I was making the class fall behind because I was late. Um, you know, it was one of those, it was those things and I think because I think a lot of my experiences may be similar to some of you out there that school was not very nice to us that we had this thing going on in our minds and you know we were just not given the proper tools the time we were growing up because maybe our parents didn't know my parents didn't understand ADD um ADD was even a thing um, ADHD was, it was starting to come out, um, but a lot of people when I was in school didn't embrace that di diagnosis. Um, so I mean, like I said, there's different things were going on and, you know, if you, my experience is if you didn't fit into the square, I mean, if you were like a star, it, it just felt like you felt like the school system when I was growing up was trying to make you fit in and be if you were a circle going in, into a square 
slot, it just didn't work. <laughs> you know, it, it felt like one of those things. <clears throat> and it just seemed to me as a student when I was when I was growing up that the kids who got a lot of attention by the students were the ones that fitted in and did what they were supposed to and understood the system and they worked you know they they were able to do and you know they were able to to you know decide and achieve things which was great <clears throat> and you know and I think a lot of us we this is I think where we struggle is we've had bad experience about routines and we think they're rigid or I did at least and we've, because of our, I think this goes back to our school, you know, to our, you know, school days. And then, then you add work, you know, I mean, different workplaces are different, but I mean, we, we think routines are these rigid things and they're not. And sometimes our routines may need to be strict for work or going to school purposes, <clears throat> but on our days off, they can be something totally different. And I, like I said, this is, you know, a thing that I have been um, learning myself. And, you know, I found out having, you know, especially when I had my hysterectomy, that um, having my routines actually helped me get back to getting back to doing things a lot quicker. But I don't think I had my routine, especially for, for my, for the bathroom in my room, um, oh, I could just about imagine the mess I'd have on my hands. I'm just like, what? And another thing, too, having a nice clean floor is a benefit, is I didn't have that stress. I didn't have that worry. I didn't have to deal with it. Um, like I said, I had a few dirty clothes during that time, and I had my mom pick them up and go, to go in the laundry. They go in my laundry basket, and that's where they went. Um, so I mean, I I mean, they do help. Um, I've noticed too since I've had starting to put a routine together for the kitchen and keeping the dishes washed and figuring out my next steps with that, I've noticed um, I'm a lot I'm a lot more relaxed um, because I don't have to worry about it. I've got dishes. I don't have to worry about those things. So, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things. It's, I'm just a lot calmer in general. Um, so I'll give me, um, I'll give me an example. Um, I went to, again, on Thursday, I went to, um, went to my Bible study group, which had an awesome time. And... One of the things, and I had leftovers for that night, and one of the things I wanted to do before I left was wash up my dishes because I knew when I come home, I didn't want to do dishes. And so I washed up the dishes. Um, I think I took out the trash too. Say short term memory. I remember doing the dishes. I think I took out the trash. I cleaned up the kitchen a little bit before I left. Um... Because I knew when I came home, I wanted, I wanted to settle my, I wanted to settle down and I wanted not to have to worry about things. 
Um, sometimes when I come home, because I've been, I've, my mind's been focusing. One thing I know I've noticed with it, with my uh, ADD is that, especially at night, when I go and I'm putting information in my brain and I'm socializing, I get really, I don't want to say the word hyper. It's just a phenomenon I've noticed, and I think it has to do with ADHD, is that I'm wired. My body's tired, and yet my brain is wired, and it's just going because I've been around all this new exposure. Um, you know, learning um, learning about God, and then talking to people, and then having food. Maybe I shouldn't be eating. <laughs> um but having but having all this stuff and then coming home and and I'm just having a hard time settling down and going and and and, and sleeping and and one thing in that and one thing about my happy I don't have to worry about doing the dishes when I came home that night because I had the dishes done um I cleaned up the kitchen a little bit my room was clean I made my bed so when I came home I had my lights on and my little dainty lights to welcome me home and you know, I felt <clears throat> comfortable in my space. And that's one thing I want for for the kitchen. I want the kitchen to be a welcoming place. I want it to, you know, to when I walk home, you know, when I come home to to embrace me, to feel to feel this is my space and this is where I belong. So, anyway, and I think routines, you know, and this is the this is the last thing um, before I close. I will, and, and after this, I will end it here. You know, the one thing I have when I was talking to a friend of mine, the ADHD mind craves, the ADHD mind <clears throat> causes chaos. And I'm not saying that we're all like bad. It's just something. That's something that we tend to do because of the, uh, oh, I can't. Executive defunction. There you go. Yay, I remember those words. Yay. Anyway. And, and because of that, we are, we cause, we create chaos. We cause, I mean, we create chaos. I mean, it's not a bad thing. You know, and stuff because we have those skills that we have that most people have. We don't have them because they weren't developed or we just didn't get the help that we needed as children. Like I myself is one of them. And now I'm learning the skills that I should have learned when I was in school or grade school. And now it's like, oh, yeah, I'm learning this for the first time. Okay. You know, we... So, you know, we live in a state of chaos and what we really crave, one thing, this is what I've learned, is we want stability, we want calmness, we crave, we crave functionality. Well, routines bring stableness, bring calmness, organization, you know, real organ. I'm not saying there's a difference between fake and real. Real organization that fits your life will bring functionality. And that's the things that I think that 
we crave. And I see this, you know, on Facebook. I see it in comments or I see it in people who make videos about um, with ADHD and their places a mess. And I was watching a video the other day. <laughs> it was kind of funny. There was this guy and he was like talking about ADHD. And he was talking about some good stuff about time blindness and some other things. I should have, I should have put it on my page, my Facebook page, but I didn't. But he was, he had, he had this little skit where he had his apartment was a mess. He had pizza boxes on his, on his thing. I mean, it was like in the frame. It was like supposed to like have like clutter up. Like he had things cluttered. Like he hadn't cleaned for about two weeks, or maybe like five days or something. But it was like he was living it, and he and and he got used to it. Basically, you know, a term I like to use is clutter blindness. I think that's another term. I think I should talk about that. Um, let me give you the definition of clutter blindness. My definition of it is: you get used to clutter, you don't care until until you get a phone call or somebody shows up at your door and your house is a mess and you're like, oh my goodness, what happened? How did this happen? <laughs> so basically, is he was like in the midst of clutter. You know, oh, what was that trying to issue? Cluttered blindness. And so basically, he's on the phone. His friend calls and goes, Hey, I'm coming over about, eh, about 30 to 45 minutes. And he's like, Oh my word, my place is the most. How does this happen? And he's like, Okay. And he like hurries up and starts cleaning because he's got a deadline. He's got 45 minutes to clean his house. So, and the next thing, so next thing he's so in the next scene he's like on the phone he's got his so the scene's like he's got his cleaner stuff rag he's on this phone and he goes hey I thought you were coming over next scene's over to his friend like hey remember about uh, about so many weeks ago you told me like every month you want me to call you out of blue and just tell tell you that I'm coming over about thirty to forty five minutes so you you clean up your apartment and but I'm not really coming over. And he's like, oh, oh, that's right. I'm so smart. And, you know, so he's sitting there and goes, I'm like really smart. And this is really clever. And yeah, I did clean up my apartment. And the friend's like, good. You know, I'm paraphrasing the scene. And so I'm watching that scene in my, in my, and, and so here's my thought as a person with ADHD, seeing this playing on the screen was like, oh, okay. I'm thinking this guy needs, I mean, if he's doing this in real life is, which is an ingenious hack, but I'm like, you need routines. You need to be doing stuff and having your routines and having, you know, like guidelines or rules, whichever word you prefer to use for me, the rules, but having a guideline, you know, having a routine in place like you get you get done with something you put it back you go around maybe before you go to bed and clean up your living room you know maybe you, i mean just certain things you know start doing and you won't have the chaos you know and i was just like man and but i'm glad you know but and honestly i'm glad to see other adhd influencers 
coming out and talking about these issues and making these skits. And sometimes I don't always agree with them, but it, some of them has some of it has some of them have very good information. And I think, um, you know, this is I think to under help educate people better about some things, especially parents. I mean, you know, some, to be honest, back in the 70s, 80s, no one wasn't really talking about this. It was just like, eh, there you go. You know, and then how people looked at it. So that's a different story, but I'm glad to see that out. So I'm going to end it here and I may have to cut this in half anchor always has a limit of how much I can upload so we'll see what happens and I will catch you later and I hope you guys have an awesome week toodles alrighty we have now come to the end of my podcast and I'd like to thank you for listening all the way through. I really appreciate it. If you found my episode helpful, please share it on your favorite platform like so, like Twitter, Facebook, you name it. Any any place that you post things to the platform. I'd appreciate it if you shared. And it also is a good way to help me to grow my audience as well. As always, you can catch the latest on my Twitter account at AM Storytelling. Also, you can catch the latest on my blog site, on my blog at alexandermars.com. If you want to send me, want to send me an email, you can go to my website, Alexander Mars, hit contact, fill out the form, and I'll definitely get it. Now, if you feel brave enough and want to skip all that process and want to email me directly, well, my email address is alexandermarsthewriter at aol.com. I will repeat that. My email address is alexandermarsthewriter at, at aol.com. <clears throat> and I'm also on Facebook as well under Alexander Mars. So, as always, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And I will see you guys next week. Toodles!